This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, federal employees and contractors will not be required to get the COVID-19 vaccine when returning to the workplace. A major insurer of federal employees certainly would like them to, though. And the Education Department's headquarters is getting revamped to fit more of its workforce. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The COVID-19 vaccine is not a precondition for federal employees and contractors to return to work in person at government buildings. That guidance comes from the Safer Federal Workforce Task Force. Agencies should not ask employees about their vaccination status, but employees can volunteer that information if they choose. Agencies can use the information that employees volunteer about their vaccination status to implement masking and physical distancing policies. The Biden administration is strongly encouraging all federal employees and contractors get vaccinated. Employees should receive paid time off to get the vaccine and recover from any side effects. One of the most popular insurance plans for federal employees is offering an incentive for getting the COVID-19 vaccine. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Blue Cross and Blue Shield is offering a $50 credit to participants in its federal employee program who provide proof of vaccination. Blue Cross members can use this credit for eligible medical expenses. The incentive program starts tomorrow. Blue Cross says it launched this incentive program to help the Biden administration meet its goal of having at least 70 percent of all Americans with their first vaccine dose by July 4th. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Education Department's headquarters is getting a major overhaul that would bring in more of them that would bring more of its employees under one roof. The General Services Administration, in a solicitation, seeks to renovate four floors of the Lyndon Johnson Federal Building in downtown D.C., Once renovations are complete, GSA says education will move 600 employees from lease space and into the building. The agency expects the renovation will cost 50 to 60 million dollars. The Office of Management and Budget says it needs more funding next year to rebuild capacity within its career workforce. Acting OMB Director Shalanda Young says many offices within the agency are operating with historically low staffing levels. She says an additional 14% in funding for 2022 would help fill vacant positions and restore OMB's paid internship program. The Veterans Affairs Department is slated to receive a new Assistant Secretary for Enterprise Integration. President Joe Biden plans to nominate Deputy Director of the Defense Health Agency Guy Kiyokawa. Kiyokawa spent 29 years in the Army with a range of different leadership roles. He retired as a colonel in 2015, the same year he began his role as Deputy Director of DHA. Three of the Biden administration's nominees for the Homeland Security Department have made it through the first steps of their confirmation process. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee has approved Colonel John Tian as Deputy Secretary, Rob Silvers as Undersecretary for Strategy, Policy and Plans, and Jonathan Meyer as General Counsel. The Postal Service is defending slower mail to achieve more reliable delivery. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman explains. USPS officials tell the Postal Regulatory Commission its proposed changes would affect 40% of first-class mail volume and would go into effect as early as the first quarter of next year. USPS Vice President for Logistics Robert Sintron says customers value reliable delivery compared to overall speed. The core being reliable 
means that again, if we say three days, four days, or five days, and we deliver within that span. The PRC is in the final stretch of drafting an advisory opinion on the service change, but its opinions aren't binding. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Air Force will focus on broadening its digital presence across the department through a newly formed Digital Transformation Office. The DTO will consist of 12 members who look across the entire command to address its digital needs. The office's openings are part of the more than 300 positions created in the Air Force for expanding digital capabilities. Managers of privatized military housing are being held accountable for falsifying records in order to get incentive bonuses from the Defense Department. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. Two housing management firms pleaded guilty in their roles to defraud the Air Force in connection with military housing communities. Former employees conspired with others to falsify maintenance reports at more than five different military installations. Leaders of the Senate Armed Services Committee say they are glad justice is being served and that they will keep a close eye on the housing companies. Two years ago, Congress heard reports of substandard living conditions in privatized military houses. Lawmakers have been working to remediate the issue since. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. And DOD has established a new international academic center focused on the Arctic. The Ted Stevens Institute for Arctic Security Studies aims to foster collaboration between the Pentagon, other agencies, and international partners. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says it will help DOD work with allies and partners on climate change and other unique security challenges in the Arctic. The venue is the first new DOD regional center since the Near East South Asia Center for Strategic Studies was established in 2000. Meanwhile, the Commerce Department is working on new ideas for protecting Americans' data from software tied to China and other foreign nations. In an executive order, President Biden dropped the Trump administration's plan for banning apps like TikTok and WeChat. Instead, it directed Commerce to come up with new recommendations for protecting sensitive data like personal health information. The order also outlines new parameters for identifying software that could pose an unacceptable risk to U.S. citizens and national security. They include applications managed by individuals who support the military and intelligence activities of countries like China. And the first vendor made it through the gauntlet to be authorized to provide CMMC assessments. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us the details. The Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification Accreditation Body says Redspin is the first certified third-party assessment organization, or C3PAO. The Defense Industrial-Based Cybersecurity Assessment Center, or DIBCAC, recently approved the company's CMMC Maturity Level 3 assessment audit. There are 156 other companies waiting to pass the CMMC Level 3 DIBCAC assessment. Once approved, these C3PAOs can conduct CMMC assessments of DoD vendors. The AB expects the assessments to begin later this summer. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 
The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.